So we're continuing in Rambam Perik Bey's Alochates, which speaks about the idea is that even if you hurt somebody monetarily or emotionally, you have to ask them for mechila. If your friend does not want you, not want to accept, does not want to be meichel, maybe you bring three people from his friends, and you meet with them, and you ask him again. You do this a second and third time. He still doesn't agree to be meichel, you move on. Thank you, Ben. Fine. V'zeshalei machal huachaita. At that point, the guy who refuses mechila, he is the sinner. V'mayi rabbi, ha'ilech ubalei afil elef pamachim mechalei. If he's your rabbi, even a thousand times, you keep on going back till he's Michael. So, what does that mean? He's the sinner. But my see, you don't have mechila. He wasn't Michael. You. How do you get rid of your avera if he wasn't Michael? You. Right. We know if you hurt somebody, he asked the Michael you to be forgiven. So fine, you went to him a few times, and he wasn't Michael. You, but my see, and mechila. But the answer is simple. And we'll use this again in the, in the halacha after this, which says, I'll just speak it out now, that says, Someone sins to his friend, and the guy dies before he have a chance to ask mechila. You bring ten people, and you stand by his cave, I sent to Hashem and to this person, and if you owe money, give it to the Yarshim. If you don't know the Yarshim, you give it to Bezmi Izvada, and that's enough. Again, the question is, he didn't get Mechila. But the answer is simple. The Rebbein Shalem is the one who said that if you hurt somebody, to have a Kapara, you need to ask him Mechila. Okay. The Yarshim said that at a certain point, you don't have to ask him anymore. Either because he refused after you asked him profusely, or because he's not alive. So then you have to ask him by his cave, which is some degree of asking him. Obviously, he's not alive anymore. He can't say whether he's Michael or not. But that's the Bernisham saying that that does, that is enough for a Kapara. I mean, the Bernisham is the one who said that when you hurt someone, you need him to be Michael for a Kapara. And in these cases, you don't. Is there any idea like with Hashem's Abed that, that like, there are some people that just say, wait till Leo and Abed, wait till Mashiach? Is there ever. I don't think so. I think you're supposed to, uh, demands that this is some sort of, you know, when you go to this caver, there's some sort of expressing to the person. Some idea that there's something they are still in, uh, and some expression to the person. But if he refuses, so then you could go. Now, it is very important to remember, like Ram says, it doesn't mean, like we say, go over to somebody and say, Michael, Michael, Michael. It means you go over to him three times with three friends, and you express that you really are sorry, and you really want to, Repair what you did, and you and, and you and you want forgiveness. And if you do it properly, and he still doesn't do it, then he is a sinner. 
so we're going to discuss in a minute how actually, when a person is obligated to be meichel somebody right away or never, and things like that. Okay, I forgot what I was about to say. One second. Do you, do you have to ask forgiveness to someone that is um, gets angry for like unreasonable reasons? Like it's completely unlogical? Like it's unrelated? But they feel angry from it? Not really, but you should probably get new friends. Because yeah, obviously... You know, I'm saying obviously you you're 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 triggering him in some way. Um, doesn't mean it's your fault. So you should probably figure out a way to not do that for your, both of you. Um, if you did if you're sure you didn't do anything wrong, then you didn't do anything wrong. Well, some people are more sensitive. That's what I didn't say. I said usually you did, to be honest, but not always. Some people are just not okay, and anything you do, they look for ways to to, to blame you. Um, usually it's usually it takes two to tango. But if you truly did absolutely nothing wrong, so you did absolutely nothing wrong, that's it, that's it. Take, again, it's not too easy to say that. You have to be very careful before you say that, but it definitely happens. Okay. What I was saying is like this, is that the reason why this is true, that after a while the person is the sinner, is because if you think about it, almost every time, that you do ask Mechila in the proper way, a regular person will accept it. Again, as, as you said a few times, unfortunately, it's common for people to walk around saying, Mechil, Mechil, Mechil. But it's also common, not as common, but we've all been hurt badly, and probably we've all hurt somebody badly. Maybe on, uh, on, 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 on purpose, maybe not. Right? Those things, unfortunately, usually just... Very, it, 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 does, it, it doesn't often get repaired. But when it does, and if your friend really comes over to you and says, I really want to, I really want your mechila, do you not think you'll do it? Even if he did something terrible, if he really, really comes over to you in the proper way and it comes over to you again and again and again, almost always, if you're healthy, you will be able to mechila. Again. Um, the, 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 do you have to become his friend? That's something else. Sometimes, if you're, if you're, if if you something, someone, someone did something bad to you, you're not obligated to become their friend again. You could say, you know what, I'm loyal you, but you know what, this friendship is not healthy for me, and I'm going to move on. But you do, you you do, and you probably will, if you ask it the right way, be loyal. Amram says something that is difficult to understand. Obviously, it's from the Gemara. A person has to be careful of a person to be a... What's the word? Achzari in English? Nasty person? That's, that fits, cruel. but... Cruel. Callous. Callous. Well, somewhat... Velay is fayis. We know what we're talking about anyway. is and not to be appeased. to be easy to be calmed down and to be appeased. and difficult to anger. Right, that's something we have to practice, all of us. Anger is a terrible thing. Most of almost anybody, if they're working on themselves, when they after they get angry, 
they're upset at themselves, they got angry. They should be. What upsets you so much when you when you when 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 you when you get angry? Afterwards, say so you got angry. Why is it so bothersome? Because you lost control. Right? It's one of the defining characteristics of a human being to control themselves. Right? An animal has no ability to control himself. He does what he wants. There's no two parts to an animal. He wants, he does. A human being wants a lot of things, and he doesn't. That's the definition of a human. The ability to say, I, my animal part, wants this, or my the not healthy part of my humanity. But I, the healthy and the human part, say, I don't want. Right? That guy said to me, to me, I want to punch him in the face. Maybe. But I won't, because for many reasons. Right? When you lose control, um, it's, uh, it, it, you know, in, in, in any way, it feels, it feels bad because it, that's, that's, that's how we, that is the definition of a person, the ability to control himself. The Ram continues. So, The fact that they didn't let it go, therefore we saw so this is a difficult halacha to keep. Who over here has tainus on somebody, a big tiny on somebody? Okay, nobody else? Come on. Nobody else has big tainus on anybody? Oh, yeah, okay, good. I don't know what's that embarrassing. You guys are bumps. It's awesome. <laughs> now, so let, let, let's figure this out, right? So there's an iser, of not to bear grudges and not to do nakama. Bear grudge is belief and to nakama is action, right? Which means like this. If someone says, uh, can you give me a ride? Right? I ask Barakab a ride. Tells me no. The next day Barak asks me for a ride. I say, no. That's a comma. Or if I say, you know, Baruch, you didn't give me a ride. But me, I'm a good guy. I'm going to give you a ride. That's Natira. That's bearing a grudge. What do you have to do? You have to wipe it away from your heart. Yimcha adavr melev. This the Rambam in end of, in Perik Beis of Hilchas Deus. says that Lashem. Let's read inside for a second. Find it. So Ram says the end of the is Al Yimcha Adav Because any time you keep it in your heart and you remember it, you could do Nakama. If you got the Torah is Mac, but you shouldn't even keep bear the grudge. How do you do that? She says before. So Ram says, Until everything go. 
everything to those who understand are divrei hevel v'havoi are silly and worthless. So it's very interesting because in Rambam over there and Elchazer says a laugh to be a grudge is a laugh, and over here he seems to say it's also it's better not to do. You should not have it be a grudge. So are you ever allowed to be a grudge, and where and and, and when and how do you get rid of it? Right. So three people raised their hand that they have grudges. And I'm sure it was something that happened to him that was terrible. These are all fine, wonderful people. So, who don't naturally bear grudges. So, are they obligated and how can they get rid of that grudge? And again, even though three people raised their hand, I suspect other people also bear grudges on people. Um, so, how and when do we get rid of it? So, if you look in, in the... It's actually a sugya in chas, a complicated one with many questions. For example, if someone punches you in the face, is it nikama to punch them back? Let's say they're not going to punch you again. Right now. Fight's over. Knock you out. So you stagger up. He walks... His, his back is to you. He walks away. Let him punch him back? Okay, he's not punching you again right now. He's not. So he punched you, knocked you flat, That's up turns and walks away. Right now? I mean, he just did. Just did. He's walking away. Absolutely. You have to punch him in the face. Yeah, for sure. For sure what? You could punch him. You could punch him. I would say no. You would say no. So you're both, well, you're both somewhat correct. Right? The midah tzaddikim, shaymach ha'pasam, ve'inu meshivim, ne'lovim, ne'olvim, right, is that the best thing to do is to say, that guy is crazy, and the Bernstein, for some reason, wants me to get punched, and I'm going to move on. But, we're not malachim, and therefore, we are allowed to punch the person back at that moment. When he's running away? If he's running, I, yeah, you're allowed to punch him back. What did my Rebbe say about punching somebody back? <laughs> yeah, you like to punch him back because the Bereshim doesn't expect him to be malachim, and when we re- it's normal to react. Similarly, if someone embarrasses you, if someone usually without thinking uh, speaks without thinking and hurts, says something that hurts you, you probably allowed to say something back as well at the in the moment. Is it better to not to? One hundred percent. Is it expected of you? Depends if you consider yourself a tzaddik or not. But uh, it's definitely normal and regular to respond. And it's also okay. So, in, in the, uh, the Chavetz Chaim in Hilchas, in, in, uh, in the Minyan Halavan, the Psicha, goes through the Sugya, a different Rishenim and different Shittas. But some Rishenim hold that the Isser of, of Natira is only by monetary things. If someone actually hurt you in in a physical, emotional way, there is no, there is always a lav of nekamo pashtas, but there is no na, there is no lav of natira. But many rishayim, including the Rambam, who said, I know why Rambam, I'm this Rambam, but he's not for other rishayim. But that the Rambam said, "Afilo hatele harba," which seems that even though he did a lot of bad things to you, you are obligated to do it. So the Chavetz Chaim says another svar over there, and this is a very logical svar that depends on the re- yeah, realistically, it's about time. Meaning, if someone hurt you, you can't be them the next moment. If someone hurt for you for five years, you're not going to them over two weeks, even if they stop. That's not realistic. 
It's not possible almost. But you can be Michael somebody. Now obviously if they come over to you, it would be a lot, a lot easier. But usually these people that you're thinking about are never going to come over to you. Right? Those who raise their hand. You expected that person to ever come over to you? Ever? Says maybe. Very good. Right, but, and he might not, he maybe does think about it, but probably, I have no idea what you say, you know what you're talking about, but very often he'll never think about it again, and sometimes, yeah, either way. Unlikely, right? So how could you be Mechadim? So the Ramam said something, and I remember I asked this question to my Rebbe Yitzhak Salvechik when I was a Bacher, because somebody embarrassed him publicly, and I was very embarrassed. And that guy always thought he was right. So I knew he would never come over to me and ask him mechila. But I don't need him to go to hell for me. I wanted to be mechilim. It was Yemni Ram. But I wasn't. So I wanted to know how I can achieve that. It's healthy to let things go. And it's the proper thing to do. Now you're not obligated to be mechilim. There is a Another sugya over here, which is that could be, and I would suggest, is a difference between Natira and Mechila. Meaning, you could not be a grudge and still not forgive them. Meaning, you could say, I'm, I'm past it, but forgive them could be, again, it's hard to differentiate exactly, but it seems to me that there's a difference. But either way. So, so that, if you read this stuff before Yom Kippur, where it says all about like being Mokhla, everybody basically. But you aren't, like, actually mochel the person. So that's what we're talking about. So how do you come to mochel the person? How could you do it? Now, it's not easy. Like, like it's, it's not easy. Okay, we're talking about someone, again, the little things are easy. It should be easy. We all, if, if it's something not major, you, the way to do it is thing, you know, I probably did similar things to other people, and I'm not a bad guy myself, so that guy made a mistake, I could be mochel. But let's say again, the guy did something terrible, and really, really, it really is a big deal. So the way to look to to, to work on that again, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's a, it takes time. But the way to work on it is to recognize that that person. Let's assume he's an idiot. Let's assume you never want to talk to him again, and that's fine. There's no yeah, you have a right to do that. But if the person is someone who's not kind and not good for you, but to be mindful, we have to say the British the pain that I went through. The Barisham wanted me to go through the pain. As you say, everything the person goes through is always for good. Without going into it, good means in the long run gives you the impetus to get closer to Hashem. That's the only thing that's good. Nothing else is good. Right? Doesn't mean good that you're gonna if you miss the train, you're gonna win the lottery instead. It means that you're gonna it's good, it brings you closer to Barishalim. So whatever difficulties and pain we've got we've gone through in life and we're going through in life. We all here have pain and things that we rather not be, or rather change, right? The Rebbe puts us in the situation, and this is what's perfect for us as a setup to help us become better of the Hashem, if we use it properly. So the pain that we went through was the will of Hashem. Okay, we're not going into the complications of Yidid Bechira, and that person still had Bechira and will get punished for his actions. But nevertheless... It was the plan of Hashem that you would go through that pain. And therefore you say, this is what Hashem wanted. That person, let's say, is an idiot, and I'm going to let it go. 
Now, this is obviously very easy to speak out and very difficult to do. And it takes time. And that's one of the differences of Natira, of the way Yechav Tchayim says, of how much time has passed. I don't think you give a mass- mathematical equation to the answer of when is time has passed, because it depends on the people and what has happened, and what's realistic. And if you give an opportunity to work through it, but it is an obligation in the long run to be meichel somebody who's done something bad to you. Usually, for example, this person that, that I was talking about when I was a bacha, when I was really, really hurt, right? At this point, it doesn't make any difference to me. I mean, it doesn't bother me at all. Time, you know, time heals many wounds. Not all, but most, right? Um, and also, I have a better understanding, you know, even then he was in a position of power, and I wasn't, but uh, I understand now that he had good, his good parts and he had many bad parts. And that's fine, that's who he is. And it doesn't bother me anymore when I think about it, okay? You know, but, so now it's easy for me to make The difficulty was then. So again, depending on, so, Bekitzer, it's difficult to make someone who has done you harm. And I'm not talking about a little thing. Little things you should let pass. For whatever, that, those are easy, that should be easy to make. But the bigger things, it does take effort, it does take recon, thinking it through, recognition. If it's a terrible trauma, and you're probably not going to be successful without a therapist. You first have to be able to feel it and get angry at the person and accept it. And then, it's difficult. If it's, it, it, the mechila is not, is, if a, if a big thing is not easy. It's a process, and but the, the, the basic idea for it is to recognize that this is the will of Hashem. Most things in the long run are unimportant. Again, if someone affects you in a bad way, that obviously it is important. But in most small things, for sure, are unimportant. Even if it's a big thing, I can try to try to um, develop the idea in my mind that think this is the will of Hashem, and that person, whether I want to have a relationship or not, it's my decision for the future. But I can be mechulim and let it go. Again, and the bigger thing, the bigger it is, the more time it's going to need, and the more effort it's going to take to be mechul someone. But in the other direction. If someone asks you for mechila, then we're obligated, if we did something wrong, then we're obligated to be mechil them. So, so if, if, uh, if, if, someone, if someone, if someone, if someone, if you did, I'm sorry, if you did some, some somebody else, and they ask you, if, uh, if you're the aggressor, then you have to ask them mechila right away and beseech them in a way that means something. doesn't mean going mechel, 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 it really goes over them three times. Only, when Ram says that the sin is on the person who got hurt, that's only after a long process and a serious process. doesn't mean you run over them three people and then a minute later you go over to another three people. It's not a trick. It means you really, really expressed your will and you showed your remorse and you expressed the idea that you feel bad and that you were wrong and all those things that go with the mechila. And if you do that three times publicly in a group, then you've done your, your share and you can move on. Now, the person, because if you think about it, like I said, even if someone hurt you badly, the people who raised their hand before, let's say that person who did it, who obviously did something terrible to you, would really come over to you time after time and publicly express his remorse and recognize how much he did to you, you probably would be Meichon. Again, I don't know the exact story, maybe not, maybe it would still take a lot of effort, but usually that's how it goes. <coughs> Again, I'm not saying I'm not saying you should or shouldn't. Can't judge because 
everyone has their own experiences in life. But usually, you would be able to make them, and usually they, those stories, the guys never come over to you, unfortunately. So, we have to take from this, that when someone asks us for Mechila, to make them. When we, so we did something, think carefully, did we do anything to hurt anybody, and don't just walk over to them and say, Michael, really express our remorse in a serious way. And even more so, not hurt people in the first place. Always think before you speak. It's easier, I think I thought before I said that line, but it's very, very hard to do. If you practice, right, we'll say, Bekitzer, right, I think it's one of the reasons why, called Nidre, right, the, the beginning of, of Yom Kippur, we start with called Nidre. Actually, beginning of Rishonah also, we talk about, right, we do Tarasadarim, but both beginning of Rishonah and Yom Kippur begin with speaking about our words. And I, I think the pshat that is because an expression that I coined for myself is if you zarba dibar, you zarba myself. If you're careful what you speak, your speech, you're careful what you action. We talk most, a lot, we talk a lot. If we learn to actually think before we speak and say, is this the will of Hashem or not, that would give us that habit of always thinking before we do almost anything we do. And we would do a lot, a lot less harm and a lot more good in general. But we're very careful to always, from this, you know, how careful we have to be with our speech, to hurt somebody by mistake, on purpose, before we say a joke where someone else is at the other end of it, we have to be very careful to make sure, and it's almost never funny for that guy, and not to say it, and be very careful with our speech, not to hurt anybody. I was, last night I went to Tulsa, I've done Sago Gebe Shmuz. Um, it's a big tzaddik. And, uh, and I've, he used to, when I was in the Biskala Yisrael, he used to give Shmuz in there. And I always, you know, I'm not, not, not really great at listening to long drushes. Um, but, but, uh, he's, it was all meaningful because it was Varma Yitzim and Alev. You know, he really, he really meant that. And last night what he spoke about mainly was Ben Adam Chavere. The idea of Klal Yisrael. And every time you daven, you davening not just for yourself, you daven Lush and Rabin for everybody. And that's, you know, how, how, how much responsibility we have to take care of for, for other people and how careful we have to be. And that's a real good way to prepare for Yom Neram to, to practice, practical way to practice being much more careful with everybody else's feelings and respect. Shalom Aleichem, this is Menachem Weinberg. These Yorim were given in Yeshivas Ahavas Atura, Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahavasatura.org. Thank you.